0: Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show, the podcast, and today we are going to figure out what grade SDS deserves for the Team Infinity 5 content drop. There were a lot, a lot of cool things that happened on Friday for the latest content drop, and so we're going to talk about it as uh, as you guys probably expected. I'm sure this is not a surprise piece of content today on this Tuesday. This was the most obvious thing to talk about, so we're going to talk about it. The only thing I want... Well, there's a couple things I want you guys to do. First of all... Like, subscribe. Very important things. They help the algorithm a ton. Secondly... In the comments... Grade the content drop. What do you think... SES and MOE The Show 23 deserve... For the Team Affinity content drop? A, B, C, D... A-minus, B-minus... 6.3 out of 10... 6.9 out of 10... Do whatever you want... But give it a grade. At the end of this entire episode... I am going to do my best to give it a grade. What I've done here is I have broken the entire thing down into one, two, three, four, five categories. We're going to grade each individual category, and then we're going to come up with a holistic grade. So thank you guys again for being here. It's another week of content. Super fun stuff. Um, This also should not surprise you guys, because I am a lunatic who doesn't have a life, but I finished Team Affinity 5. I didn't think it would be fair to grade the content or talk this much about the content if I did not finish the content. So for you all, I did that. So you could say thank you in the comments as well. You could also say, wow, Kenny, you have no life. And that's also true. So let's <laughs> let's talk about the content. So Team Infinity 5 was cool beans. It was finest cards. So... What I think I'm going to do in this video, or in this episode, or both, it can be both things at the same time, I don't think I'm going to review every single card. Because at this point, you've seen them, right? Like, that's not accomplishing much of anything, and I think we can all see the good cards and be like, oh, wow, what a card, or the bad ones, and go, oh, that's poop. But what I will do is I will use some cards, for examples, to reinforce the grades I'm giving, right? I think that's fair. So the first thing we're going to do is grade card design. And I mean, if this isn't the biggest A plus anybody's ever seen. Holy God, these finest cards look out of this world. There's one little complaint that some people have, and it's a fair one. It's that they're slightly cocked to the left. They're a little askew. I don't know why they decided to do that. Uh, It's a design choice. Personally, personally, doesn't bother me. I kind of think it adds a a cool little dimension to it. So that's why I'm giving it an A++. For some people, it might just be an A, maybe an A-, maybe they hate it. I don't know how, and it's a B or a C. But for me, A++ on card design. I love how it shimmers, they're all animated and then it has that gloss over holographic effect and it says finest 23 across it. Just so cool. I think the colors pop. I love I want to show you my f- well, two there's two of my favorite ones. I'll show you my two favorite ones. Um the first one Nathaniel Lowe is just looking straight at the effing camera. And I think that's super funny. Um He's I, I've come to learn he's kind of a weird, quirky individual. Um, but that card is so cool looking. I just like it. And then my second favorite one, or just another of my favorite ones, probably tied, is, uh, oh, it's not, uh, oh, sorry. He's not Team Affinity. Um, hang tight. Hold on. We're going to get him. He's on my roster. I could just get him. Uh, all right. Technically not Team Affinity, but finest card design. Devin Williams sticking the tongue out is Flames. I love that. I absolutely love that. So overall card design, A++. The next thing I want to talk about is... The... I struggled to figure out what to call this category, so we're going to loop two things in together. It's the player choices for Team Affinity. I'm talking strictly for Team Affinity. Not because there are finest cards sprinkled throughout the entire game right now, but I'm talking strictly from Team Affinity. So... Player choices, plus, like, the diversity of players. Like, they gave us another Mike Trout. That's kind of poopy. They gave us another this. That's kind of poopy. So, like, diversity of player pool. (laughs) I'm giving that a C. So, last week, on Whiteboard Wednesday, I predicted every Team Affinity Finest card. I got the NL West 100% correct. Thank you. Uh, But I also got a lot of other divisions wrong. I ended up going 12 for 30 (laughs) on Team Affinity picks. Now, a lot of the players that were not in Team Affinity that I selected ended up getting cards anyway. Brian Reynolds, Ozzie Albies, um, uh, other fellas. There are other guys, Devin Williams. They appeared elsewhere, right? So I wasn't completely off base. Those players still appeared in the drop, and I'm sure there will continue to be drops as things go on that give us more of those cards. But 12 out of 30, I was a little surprised. Like, listen, I'm not trying to toot my own horn. Not everybody's going to go perfect. I was stunned that I got the NL West entirely correct. But, like, I kind of thought I'd I'd go over 50%. But they just made some odd choices, right? Mike Trout getting one was super odd. Um, We'll go through divisions. Like... Aaron Judge getting the finest to me, kind of strange. I thought it should, or getting the team affinity finest. I thought that should have been Glaber Torres. Glaber Torres, of course, ends up being in the collection. And that Glaber Torres card is actually insane. Um, Kevin Gosman getting it, kind of weird. I know he had a great season, but he's not that cool. Boba Bichette ends up getting a collection card. So he exists, just not here. Um, NL East was so odd to me. I correctly predicted Strider, well, kind of predicted Strider. I think I ended up going with Albies, but Strider was my second choice. And Lindor was was a layup. Uh, Jazz Chisholm getting it over Luis Arias is ridiculous. Listen, I know he's the cover boy. I understand. I thought Jazz should have been like an XP reward path henchman or boss or whatever. And Arias should have gotten the team affinity team finest. Because the way I interpret this... And this is maybe just my own personal interpretation. Maybe you guys think I'm crazy for complaining about it. That's also totally fair. But, like... The Team Affinity Finest, in my view, should be the player who had the best season for that team gets honored with the Team Affinity Finest, and then every other Finest that appears is just like secondary or tertiary, and they're sprinkled throughout the game. I view earning the Team Affinity Finest almost like a reward, or award, rather, award. Um, It's okay if not everybody else views it that way. Maybe I just take it too literal. I tend to do that from time to time. But either way, Jazz getting a Team Finest was kind of strange to me. Uh, Trey Turner getting it was not shocking. I kind of just would have liked to see Jose Alvarado for more bullpen help. C.J. Abrams, really nice swing. Like, honestly, an electric swing. I just kind of thought it would be Lane Thomas. And when you look at the NL East, shortstop, shortstop, shortstop. Basically a shortstop, even though he played a pretty good center field. Uh, it, it, four shortstops. Like, that's that was odd. I never, ever, ever, ever would have guessed that. AL Central, I mean, I believe this division mostly just sucked. Um, Duran getting it, we were spot on. Bobby Witt, we were spot on. Erod, we were spot on. Lubob, we were spot on. We got four out of five in this division. Stephen Kwan, huh? Stephen Kwan, by the way, is insane. Insane. Max clutch, max vision. Max in the field. An, an, An impeccable swing. Stephen Kwan's swing is out of this world. But Josh Naylor didn't get the finest, Really? I don't know. I feel like Josh Naylor was a shoe in for the Finest card. I hope he still gets one somewhere. He deserves it. He should have gotten the team Finest. Stephen Kwan wasn't even my ra- on my radar this year to get a Finest. Not that he had a shit season, but he's had better ones. Or at least last year was better. So, um... I don't know. That, that just surprised me. Just a curveball. In the NL Central, we correctly predicted Justin Steele. Um... I thought it would be Brian Reynolds, but David Bednar is useless. Uh, Nolan Gorman, I was kind of surprised by. Yes, he had a good breakout season, but he also had some glaring issues with his game. And holy shit, can this card hit, even though his swing generates a lot of line drives. Just FYI. Um, surprised by Nolan Gorman. Corbin Burns, I'm just bored by. Like, Devin Williams ended up getting the card anyway. And honestly... I'm okay with Matt McLean getting a card. I predicted Spencer Steer. I was kind of 50-50 on that one, if I'm being perfectly honest. And this Matt McClain card fucks lefties anyway. So, uh, a fun card. And then when we go to the, the AL West and the NL West. So, I thought it would be Marcus Semien. Marcus Semyon did not have a great postseason, but had a very strong World Series. So I think we ultimately get the postseason Marcus Semyon, and pr- that's probably fine. Uh, Mike Trout getting a card here is ridiculous because this card sticks compared to the milestone Mike Trout, which I know is hard to attain for some people. So I get it. Um, I really just am sick of Jose Altuve. I thought Alex Bregman was going to get the card. A- Alex Bregman deserves a 99, and he still doesn't have one even like a flashback one. So I don't understand that. Uh, Brett Rooker, I predicted, but the A's are a crapshoot. And here's my hot take of the whole drop. I did not think J.P. Crawford was going to get the finest, only because he is a name that continually gets overlooked. I thought it would be J.Rod. J.Rod's the shoe-in. J.Rod's incredible. This J.P. Crawford card, this exact one, is my current God Squad shortstop. If you don't know now, you know. J.P. Crawford. This is a PSA to everybody on planet Earth. If you're running the shortstop team with Jimmy Rollins, maybe like the captain team, maybe you have a different starting shortstop. That's fine. That's that's a lineup choice. If you're not running a captain, and you're just looking like, oh shit, if I don't want to, if I don't want a wild card, Ellie, who's my new shortstop? You have a ton of options. J.P. Trey Turner, Francisco Lindor, uh, Bo Bichette. Technically, Gary Sheffield can play shortstop, which is just out of this world. Um, J.P. Crawford's got the best swing of all of them. J.P. Crawford's swing is fucking immaculate. One ten vision off rip is fantastic. One sixteen clutch is great. I wish it was max clutch at this point in the year, but it's fine. At P2, he's a diamond defender. He is a little on the slower side. 56 speed, I get it. It doesn't matter. This card rakes. Okay, I prom this. Consider this your PSA. Use J.P. Crawford, um, and then when we go to the NL West, I was five for five on this one, so I have no complaints. Ha <laughs> ha um, ha Hassan Kim is awful, though. Don't use him. Nolan Jones is incredible, despite 67 vision. Don't even worry about it. That. So all of that was to say, the diversity and and choices for Team Affinity Five are a C. I am not including the retro in this conversation. Because they are henchmen, so to speak. But on the whole, I do think they made pretty good choices for the henchmen. Um, if I had to make a, a massive complaint, it is that we are still... I'm trying to find it here. We are still missing. We are still missing a god tier 99 Willie Mays. And instead, what SDS did was give us a retrofinest Brandon Belt. And that's no disrespect to Brandon Belt. Brandon Belt has a crazy good swing. This card is actually not bad. It's, it's more of a bench bat. Uh, the vision being 93 is kind of kind of annoying. Um, but his swing is fantastic. And this is a good card. I'm not saying this is a bad card. But where is Juicy McJuicerson Willie Mays? I need to, to see if Willie Mays, with this hitting engine or with the way gameplay works this year, I need to see if he's viable. I know we've gotten a 99 Willie Mays this year. I believe it was an incognito one. I also believe the attributes weren't that good. Retro Finest is the avenue to give these guys crazy good cards. So I think I, I think they dropped the ball. Now again, Retro Finest and Finest is the theme of Set 5. We are going to get more. Many more. Oodles more. Poodles more. But it was just an odd choice to see Brandon Bell here instead of a Willie Mays. Um, and for other teams, you can have similar... Similar gripes. Like, I mean, even the Dodgers. Listen, Grandal's my God squad catcher right now. But, but Yasmani Grandal in my head is not synonymous with the Dodgers. I would have preferred some other legend. Like, all of the Jin Kim cards, the, the Negro Leagues cards, are gone because it's set five now. What if this was retro Jackie Robinson? Just the just thought, just an idea. Um, Again, this card is immaculate. It's incredible. It's fantastic. I'm not complaining about the card. I'm complaining about the player choice. And even then, it's not a complaint. It's more just like a critique. Like where, uh, like Retro Finest, in my opinion, it's cool that they can have current day active players. But I view that as an opportunity to give Legends insane cards. At least up front. So this is just an odd choice. Uh, nothing wrong with it. It's fine. Like, it, I thought it was just odd. And like, I don't know, the Diamondbacks, I guess we don't have a deep legend pool, but Robbie Ray is not tickling my pickle. It's, it's whatever. Moving on! Moving on, we're talking about the content grind. Was the grind as crappy as Team Affinity normally is? And the answer is no. It was It was better. It was not fantastic, but it was better. What SDS did was a couple things. They implemented online redeemable vouchers. If you play 10 innings... In any online game mode, ranked Battle Royale events, not co-op, ranked Battle Royale events, you can redeem a voucher, and that voucher is worth 4,000 Team Affinity Points. It's not a ton, but it's helpful. It's certainly helpful. So that was a massive win. We've been asking for that forever. I wish it had been happening earlier in the year. Exchanges were so available. I've been saving cards nonstop, so that was super easy. You can get 17% off RIP if you just do all the exchanges. You can get 17% in every division. Um, they condensed Showdown and Conquest. Massive win. Instead of there being one Showdown and Conquest per division, there was one Showdown and Conquest per league. So now it's just two Showdowns, two Conquests. And the Conquests, are you only have to beat seven teams. You don't have to beat all other 15, like, for the entire league. So, uh, just a massive, massive win there in terms of time spent for this grind. And then in terms of how you grind these player missions out, they did a great job with the players for the captains. It's not 10 hits, it's 10 total bases, or it's just two saves instead of three. The starters are not innings, it's Ks. Just a nice job simplifying that. The Retro Finest, if you're a pitcher, it's 350 PXP. And because you want to play online now to get those vouchers, you get more PXP for playing online. And for the uh, hitters, it's 150. You can get that in two games. If you play a good Conquest game, you can get it in a game. And then the bosses, same thing. 350 for pitchers, 150 for hitters. Such a good job for SDS. Simplifying the content grind. But because it's Team Affinity and it's still a bear of a grind in totality, I can't give it an A plus. I'm giving it an A minus. Huge improvement made. Huge improvement made. I hope this keeps up now moving forward. But it's an A minus for me, because it's still it is an ungodly grind. To finish this. And yes, I understand I am a lunatic moron that finished it in technically less than 48 hours, but my fiancé was also out of town all weekend, and so I had all the time in the world to just sit here and do this. The next thing we're going to grade. I think content drops are defined by their top-tier cards and also by their cards overall. So, in my opinion, the top-tier cards in this drop are an A. An absolute A. Let's look at some of them. If you collect all the Team Affinity cards, finishing Team Affinity, you get this Cody Bellinger, which is, hands down, without question, the best uh, Cody Bellinger we've ever seen. It might be a top-five card in this game when you factor in his swing. They gave us a Cody Bellinger with 115 vision Holy shit! Holy shit! He's got 81 speed. He's basically got max contact. He's got reverse split for power. He's got reverse splits, technically, I guess, across the board. I mean, just what a fucking card. What a card. Out of this world. And then the card that might be better than him, we're going to go back to my lineup in a second, don't worry. I don't even have this yet because... How far am I? I'm about 100,000 XP away. That's not impossible. I might get him this week. Forty seventy milestone Ronald Acuna. It is the set three all-star Acuna with like plus five in every category. Or or most categories. Holy shit. I thought I was going to miss set three Acuna, and I am. He was my leadoff hitter for about six months, it felt like. Um... But holy god, holy hell, this card is out of this world. I can't wait to get it. Do people have him yet? One person has him green parallel. So P1. And I'm recording this on Sunday morning. So I would imagine 25 to 50 people have him right now. If you preloaded XP with March to October and stuff, you might have been able to get him. I don't do that because I hate March to October. But it is a viable XP method. I'm pretty close to Acuna. When I get Acuna, I don't know what I'm going to do. Because I need to figure out how my lineup's going to work. Because outfield, there's there's outfielders aplenty at the moment. Uh, but what an insane card Ronald Acuna is. Just Also, card art. I didn't even include him in the finest card design. Because we're talking about finest. This card design is an A++ as well. Just incredible. And then when we talk about other god tier cards. I'm actually going to go to the collection screen here so we can look at all of the cards that are out right now. Uh, I mean, Grandal is a top-tier catcher. The Vision starting at 79 is kind of stinky, and the Speed starting at 23 is kind of stinky, but we all know that his cards absolutely rake. Uh, Gary Sheffield is one of the best offensive cards in this game. Max Clutch, Max Vision, Max Contact Right, Max Contact Left, Max max Power Left, 115 Power Right, Uh, 99 Arm. What What the fuck even is this card? I'm playing him at third base right now. Holy Christ. His swing is going to be the only thing that pushes people away, maybe. Um, uh, Mike Napoli is a God Squad catcher caliber type of guy, if you like his swing. I don't. That's why I'm using Grandal. I also like having the switch hitter. But Jesus Christ, this card is out of this world. Um... These guys are all kind of stinky caca, or not stinky caca, but they're, they're like, whatever. Uh, George Brett is going to be considered a top-tier card, even though this card is noticeably worse than last year's collection card. Uh, it's still George Brett, so it still counts. His swing is just incredible. Uh, Devin Williams and Evan Phillips are just immaculate relievers. Duran is really, really good. I, I've pitched three point two 3.23 scoreless innings with him. Uh, William Contreras is a collection and can we just talk about how insane William Contreras is? God Squad Catcher. We have a lot of catcher options here. Boba is exactly what I hoped Boba would be when I did the predictions video for Team Affinity. Diamond Fielder, Max Contacts, 110 power. Like, I literally, pred- I, I, I read the book and, and predicted this card. I built this card, basically. So, insane card. Uh, Reggie Jackson's the chase pack. He's, he's whatever. I wouldn't call him a top card. I mean, we can keep going here. Because they're yeah, Cody Bellinger, like we just talked about, insane. Pete Alonso is my new God Squad first baseman. A lot of people are going to use Cody Bellinger. I'm using Pete because I love Pete. Again, they built Brian Reynolds like Mickey Mantle for no fucking reason. Shohei Otani is another collection card. He's basically the same as the Lightning Shohei. I, I think Shohei cards are overrated as pitchers. He's better at the plate, in my opinion. Um, look at this Glaber Torres card. Finally, some respect on Glaber's name. I think they were very generous with 87 in the field, but thank you for that. Uh, Max Clutch, 118 vision. Max versus lefties. Like, he should be on my bench, if I'm being honest. He could start at second, if we're being honest. Uh, Kodai Senga, by the way, this week's How to Pitch with video on Thursday. He is the 12-win event reward. Just nutty. Um, There's one more I wanted to get to specifically. Um, the hell is Ozzy Albies? I know I could get him an easier way, but I'm already here. So where the hell is Ozzy Albies? Bobby Witt, by the way, is another shortstop who you could start... Did I pass Ozzy Albies? Oh, he's not in... Wait, he isn't. Oh, he's core. Stupid fuck. Uh, Ozzy Albies is a core collection. It takes 250 cards, which is a lot. If you've been saving the whole time, it's not a big deal for you. In 19 plate appearances... This is all in the All Star event, so it's All Star. I am hitting seven eighty nine with seven homers and three doubles. Ten of his hits have been extra bases. Ten of his fifteen hits, excuse me, have been extra bases. Um, crazy, crazy, crazy. He's got no quirks, which sucks, but he's still insane. Your starting second baseman now is like Ozzy or Mookie or Glaber. You have or or any of the shortstops who have a secondary like like Trey Turner, JP Crawford. Just crazy good. Crazy, crazy, crazy good. Um, and then you have, like, the overall card drop. Uh, the top cards I said were an A. I'd say the overall card drop is like a C+. Let's use the event f- as the first example. By the way, your boy is 36-3 and three and ranked 4th in the world in the event. Thank you very much. Even more impressive, if I could pats myself on the back, is I never used a God Squad in the event. I used it to grind all the player PXP out. So I was literally leading off Bill Mazeroski for about five games, and we still went 36-3. and three. Thank you very much. Um, but it's been fun. But when we talk about the event, okay? They gave us a finest J-Ram at 20 wins, and it's like... Ugh. I wanna vomit. Like it doesn't it doesn't even look nearly close to as good as the All-Star card. It's just kinda mostly a hundred percent midly midly crap. So that sucks. And then when we talk about other cards that truly miss the mark. Um let me go back to set collections here. I will find some that truly missed the mark. Because I know ones that truly missed the mark, I just have to find them in here. Um this is gonna take a second, but don't anybody go anywhere. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, I want to find the specific ones I'm talking about. I'm pa- I am mean, all right, so Blake Snell. They added a pitch, and it was the wrong pitch to add. They added a slurve, I think. I would have liked a sinker, or a cutter. On paper, the attributes of this card look fucking incredible, but they just missed the mark by adding the wrong pitch. Uh, Josh Lowe, the World Series Rewards. We could s- just talk about that really quick. That was really bad content. These these World Series Rewards, of which Josh Lowe is one of them, Josh Lowe is arguably the best one. This card stinks. Honestly. It, it, when we're talking about how it should be a World Series Reward, this card stinks. Um, where is the SOB that I'm talking about well, there's a couple, but... Alright, David Bednar, another enormous L. Just, like, a worthless card. Hassan Kim is worthless only because of his swing. Um... I know... Uh, there we go. Louis Robert. I don't know why it took so long to get to him. If you look at his first four hitting attributes, you're like, Holy crap, Luis Robert. And then you see his vision and clutch. He has 71 vision... An 87 clutch. I can live with 71 vision if he's 120 clutch. But you can't be bad in both, especially this year. And Luis Robert, who is a fun card when built appropriately, like a super fun card, this card is useless. It is 100% rendered useless. Full stop. And it's unfortunate. And there are other cards built like that. As I mean, Kevin Gosman, like we said, is just crap. Uh, Aaron Judge, again, the man who's got one of the best eyes at the plate in all of baseball. Has 71 vision. And 100 clutch. He's the most clutch player in the American League, you could argue. Or he's up there, anyway. 100 clutch. Doesn't make sense. I think they just use those categories to nerf cards. Uh, this Mike Trout, like we talked about, can't even hold a candle to the milestone card. Maybe it wasn't supposed to because they want the milestone card to retain some value, but it's only got 93 clutch and 80 vision. It's a better Luis Robert. Jazz Chisholm has never seen a lefty pitcher before. Ever, ever, ever. He has never seen one. Um, Patrick Bailey, we're going down the line now to the 97s. Patrick Bailey, uh, adversely, conversely, has never seen a righty. Um, Look at this Nolan Schwashwal. I don't even know how to say his effing name. I know he's a 97, but my God, this card is awful. Like, really bad. Um, just really, really bad. Tatter Bibby Bibby Baby has a sinker on his live series. that yanked it away in his finest, making this card worse. Uh, Anthony Volpe getting a finest, by the way, made me laugh because he had like a, a very so-so volatile season. Uh, like, the, the, there were some really strange content decisions. Or, or card build decisions. So overall, that gets a C C+. And now when we come to finally grading the drop on the hull. I'm not going to lie to you, I do not know how to take the average of an A++ and an A, an A-, minus, a C plus, and a C. I don't know how to do that. Those are letters, not numbers. I don't know how to take the average. So we're just going to say... It's like... If, if there was a grade in between B and B+, plus, B and a half, we'll call it. <laughs> That's what I would grade, so far, set five. The set five drop on its own is about a B and a half. We'll round up. We'll be nice, B+. It is held back significantly, by some of the card choices, and significantly by the way they just tanked some cards. Luis Robert, in my opinion, being the chief example. Because that's a card I'd play in center field if it had the stuff. But it just doesn't have the stuff. Um, It gave us good pitching options. Like it, it's, I could right now, and I'm seriously thinking about it. I might not use a wild card right now. I don't have the wild card activated right now. There you go, you can see my team. I have Brian Reynolds in left... Milestone Trout in center. Bellinger, the new one, in right. Alonzo at first. Albies at second. Crawford, if you know, you know, at shortstop. Gary Sheffield at third. Yasmani catching and Giancarlo. DHing. If I wanted to be a son of a bitch, I would uh, wildcard John Donaldson, but I'm not going to be that guy. And the bullpen has no wild cards either. You can build a team of all new stuff and be fine and not be at a disadvantage. So that's cool. But the drop was very top-heavy. And I think ultimately that's been the problem with SDS's content drops this year. Not all of them. A lot of them. Is that they're so top-heavy that everything else underneath is just utter garbage. In terms of uh, usability. Or utility. They don't even have any utility. So, that's something I'd love to see SDS improve upon in 24. I'm, I'm sure they have the ability to do it, but I'd just love to see them enact it and make that possible. So, guys, that's going to be the end of our grading Team Affinity 5. Please, the most important thing you guys can do is hit me in the comments. Let me know what how you would grade this. What grade do you give it? It could be out of 100. It could be out of 5. It could be out of 10. It could be a letter grade. I don't care. Everybody's high school is graded differently. My high school graded out of 100. Um, graduated 16th in my class, by the way. Thank you very much. Um, I'm not holding on to that as a 30-year-old. Absolutely not. But let let me know what you guys think. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you stay, stay tuned to all the content this week. We've got a lot of cool stuff coming. Golden Ramones on Wednesday for set three. Kode Senga on Thursday for how to pitch with. So that's it. Love you guys. See you next time.